Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. That's Lucas Perdomo. That's Alice Gags. And today we are going to be debating Team Cap versus Team Iron Man. Okay, so understandably, last week our episode was not as debate filled as we had originally planned. So uh, we decided to actually like have a real debate today and we wanted to pick something necessarily light. So we chose Captain America versus Iron Man, like Elle had just said. Um, obviously, this is basing off of the Captain America movie uh, Civil War. So I'm just going to do a quick rundown of what the movie is about. So uh, this is a direct uh, quote. What I can only think of is Google because like I literally Googled what is Captain America versus Iron Man about and this is what came up. So political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability when the actions of the Avengers lead to collateral damage. The new status quo deeply divides members of the team. Captain America, Chris Evans, believes superheroes should remain free to defend humanity without government interference. Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., uh, sharply disagrees and supports oversight. As the debate escalates in an all-out feud, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, and Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, must pick a side. So uh, basically, obviously, like the main plot of the movie is that, by the way, I totally forgot to mention this, but massive spoilers. So just, yeah, just a warning. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, maybe go do that first. Exactly. That'll also give a lot better uh, context to what we're saying. So the main plot behind this movie is that governments believe that superheroes should be monitored or like kept in check. Um, in order to mostly guarantee the safety of citizens. But me personally, I also believe there's like a slightly undiscussed note, which also applies in other cases, but we can get to that later. Um, mainly comes from their battles when Scarlet Witch blew up a building um, full of people. That happens in like the first couple minutes of the movie. And also based off of the previous Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, um, there was a clear divide between Iron Man, who supports the act, and Captain America, who doesn't. Um, and beyond this, there is an emerging villain who is using Captain America's old friend, Bucky Barnes, to assassinate world leaders. Um, all right. So that's like the rundown of the movie. So now, Ella, why do you think Captain America is right in this scenario? Like, why do you think it's OK for superheroes to go unmonitored? I think that when it comes down to like the biggest argument, it's really putting superhero politicians in charge of superheroes there's is dangerous they even say it in the movie because politicians will always have an agenda and agendas change and when it comes down to it the superheroes are meant to be reflecting and representing the people and they're there for the people they're not there to reflect the government and the wishes of the government and when it comes down to it it's the superheroes who are deciding you know, we need to help people at all costs, not just when the government decides that this isn't worth it. Because it's the superheroes like Captain America and the rest of them who are going out, they're doing what no one else will and what no one else does. And when you put politicians in charge of that, it's, oh, well, you know, they're not our allies. We don't need to go help them. It it becomes a much more dangerous thing because it kind of defeats the purpose of what they're all about. I see where you're coming from from that position however i do think there is a serious concern which is also mentioned in the movie about how there's very little um 
I don't know what's a way to put it, but like, there's no like actual way to check things. So like, for example, at one point in um, Age of Ultron, the Hulk just goes on a rampage throughout the city and injures a bunch of people and destroys buildings and, and things like that. And like, there's really no actual group of people who like can be held responsible. Like sure. There's a, shield which i'm not even sure at that point i'm pretty sure shield was disbanded but i don't know if it was at that point yet or whatever but like there's no true organization who can be held responsible for those things so like when if if entire cities or regions are just like decimated because of superheroes battling like yes you could say that they're trying to save the world and all these things but like people's lives are put in danger there's huge um destruction that occurs and there's like no way to there's no like recompension for a lot of these people that isn't directly from their governments and depending on where they fight a lot of governments you know especially certain developing governments may not have the economy to rebuild after such destruction i personally i disagree I think that I think they can still be held accountable without being controlled by the government. I think there can be some sort of like damage control and you know damage control training. Like I feel like also if they're in the government is in control, they're telling them when and when not to go fight. They're not going to be able to get in there and stop you know the Hulk when he's on a rampage. I think that is a problem that needs a different solution. And I also think. It was an interesting point, you know, they're putting lives in danger, but if you think back to, like, the first Avengers movie in New York, you know, how many lives would have been lost to the aliens if the Avengers had waited for, you know, UN permission? If they had sat there and waited, so many more lives would have been lost. And, you know, I think there are different examples where, like, in that example, a lot of the city had already been evacuated, and it's still a lot of damage, but I feel like the solution to that still needs to, you know, there still needs to be a solution and maybe there are better options, but I personally don't believe that the solution to that would be um, putting the government in control. Okay, so I think we have a general like overview of both our opinions. Now, I think we should go into more like subtopics of the overall discussion. Um, and so one main thing that I think we both brought up was like the Hulk, because obviously like i mean i'm pretty sure if you've like lived on the face of the earth for like at least to be what like six years old you know who the hulk is i mean one of the most like famous superheroes ever i would describe the hulk as what are they called an anti-hero kind of like deadpool because while he is supposed to be like a, a superhero fighting along the avengers i feel like he's equally a threat as much as he is an asset that's just my personal opinion. We could get into that another time. But I think that when it comes to it, you know, uh, an example you had brought up about how um, if the Hulk went on a rampage and superheroes had to wait for the UN or whoever to permit them to go in and stop the Hulk, that, you know, that would take a while and, and there could be a lot of injuries and destruction. However, I find that if overall because if you think about it the hulk would also be controlled or or not the hulk actually um i forget mark ruffalo's character do you know what's his name bruce banner no yeah. 
Oh, Bruce Banner. Okay. Bruce Banner, like in this world where they're, where they are controlled, unless Bruce Banner is literally permitted to be the Hulk by allowing him to go to these areas of where, you know, he's needed as the Hulk, the Hulk would never be present because obviously it's like the Hulk come out, comes out um, in high stress or high anger issues and, or sorry, not issues, events. Um, and so that's basically what I'm trying to say. Like in terms of this issue with the Hulk, where he goes and destroys a bunch of area and all these things like that. Like, I just find that, uh, you know, the Hulk is, wouldn't be a concern in this scenario because the act itself would prevent the Hulk from being, re- from being present when he's not needed, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Um, I think it kind of comes down to two things, though. Um, I, sorry, one second. I think that um, really, if you think about the Hulk being a threat, technically, they could all be threats. They're all powerful. They're all very powerful. But really, when it comes down to it, their main goal is helping people. So it's really kind of outweighing. He is destroying a bunch of buildings. He is probably costing a lot of money. But at the same time, how many lives is he saving by doing that? How many lives is he saving by, you know, killing an alien at the cost of breaking a window? How many lives is he saving by, you know, destroying a ship at the cost of a a lot of money? Sure. But, you know, it's kind of outweighing what was more important. Um, And, you know, they're also, they're all threats. But I think that's kind of it's kind of the point of the movie how a lot of people don't really trust them but in the end I think it kind of comes back to like my first point that I made where really in the end what the reason that they're there and the reason that we see these movies about them which I mean obviously they're fiction we know that but it's because you know they're doing what no one else does but no one else will they're representing the people and I think it kind of comes down to yes it's property damage but it's also saving lives and it's also they're there because you know if it's just like, also, you know, if you're just preventing the Hulk from, you, oh, well, the Hulk's dangerous, he's not going to be there. And then you can make the same argument about all of them. So then when it comes down to it, who do you have left to like defend you? Because who else is going to get there faster? Who else is going to, you know, be better at it? Yeah, you could have a trained army, but it's kind of the point of it is they're the best option. And if you say, well, they're too dangerous, they're going to cause too much property damage, then who do you have left? I can definitely agree with that statement about how, um, like, superheroes, the whole point is that they are powerful and that they, they, they represent the people in all these scenarios. But I think that's a great concern. It's like, um, and I mean, we've seen this in other universes too, like DC, there's been a whole series about it on Amazon Prime, I think, of like, you know, the bad boys where it's like, what if those superheroes don't always have, uh, our best intentions like what if they what if they don't what if one day they just decide like you guys aren't worth me protecting so I'm going to become the villain in the scenario and I think that's one of the major concerns and not to say that the act proposed in um Captain America Civil War would fix that right I mean there's no way like if Thor like who's a literal god just decides like I'm sick of you people like there's nothing people on earth like normal people could do to stop him I mean then you would require another superhero, maybe groups of superheroes in order to stop him. But I think that's definitely a major concern in terms of just superheroes overall, but especially in this movie, where it's like, 
well, what if one day something happens and we can't control you guys or nobody can control you guys? Once you're going all out, what does that mean for people? And I think that's also an important perspective in this movie. It's that the superheroes are being seen as an other where they are separate from society and that they are a concern overall for everybody else, which I have my own opinions about, but I definitely think that you're right in saying that they need to be powerful in order to like protect people. That's kind of their whole point where they are obviously powerful. I just find that like, I don't know. I just believe in the sense that if superheroes existed in my world, I would like for there to be some agreement where it's like, you can't just go off fighting people wherever um, just without some sort of compensation or, you know, um, not response. I don't know the word for it. Like, I guess warning overall. I mean, like, that's really what I think they they were worried about. I mean, obviously, this is not real, but, like, in terms of if this was real, I think a warning is just overall what's desired, right? Because, like, sure, in Age of Ultron, they were able to evacuate the people of Sokovia, I believe it was called. I don't know. Ella, help me out here. Um, At the beginning of the movie? No, Age of Ultron. They're in Sokovia, or what's it called? No, I think they were... No, I think it's Sokovia. Okay, thank you. But, uh, like, in Sokovia, they were, like, able to get everybody out. But Or, like, well, I, I think the whole point is that they couldn't get everybody out. But anyways, they were able to sort of save people. But that was, on, that was like, part of them going in. And I just think that if they had warned the government or whoever of this, of any place to be like, hey, I, we need you guys to help us get out these people. Like, I think that could have been a lot more helpful. And I think it could have been a lot better in, like, terms of bridging um, or forming this link between superheroes and the overall world. But that's just my view when it comes to, like, um, superheroes and their powers in terms of being monitored. Yeah, that's some interesting points. I mean, I think that they can definitely have a link without needing permission from the government because... You know, you mentioned that, well, what's to stop them from just turning on the government at any time? But what this agreement was really doing was, you know, we need your permission before going here and doing this. So really, what could the government do to stop them if even after they sign, even after they say, yeah, we'll, you know, let the government control us, they can still at any time turn on the government. I think it's more of a psychological safety, like, Look, they said they'd um, pledge their loyalty almost, but I feel like even if they did that, they could still turn on the government at any time. Um, You also said, you know, I think it was they didn't have like this warning that there was a threat. And if, you know, they were part of the government, that the government would receive this warning that there was a threat. Is that what your argument was? Sort of. It was just that I thought in this in the specific case of Age of Ultron, because that was a main concern in um, Civil War, basically just that, like, I think in any case, if they were to warn the controlling people of a certain area where there's a threat to help aid the removal of civilians, because that's the biggest concern, right? Um, Just that it could it would help 
give them credibility to where people wouldn't feel like there would need to be an act. That was my main point. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's also like, I believe it's in Winter Soldier when, you know, they were like, you know, there's this thread, there's this, you know, Winter Soldier program um, that we should be looking into. But, you know, I think it was General Ross who's like, you know, we don't need to do that. There's not no real threat. And if they hadn't, you know, gone and looked into that anyways, then there would have been a much bigger problem where I feel like a lot of the times where there's like, there is this threat and the government's like, well, I don't really think there is and they ignore them. If the government's like, no, don't check that out. Don't go do that. Then it could have other consequences. Um, So I feel like it's also like, you know, or warning them that they're coming, but also they might not have the time. Like if they stop and they're like, we got to call these people, we have to let them know that we're coming might not be a lot of time. Um, You know, also if it's like, I do think it would be helpful to, you know, call in people to, uh, you know, we need people to help evacuate. We need the government to come help get people out of here. I feel like that could be helpful, but I feel like that could also be different than saying the government has control over where and what we do um, versus we need the government to come help us. Like, I feel like that could be hypocritical in some senses. And I feel like that could be, well, if you're going to rely on the government sometimes, and why wouldn't you? But I feel like it kind of has its pros and cons because it's like, on one sense, yeah, it'd be helpful to have like military evacuation, but on the other sense, you know, what if there's a threat that the government doesn't want to look into, but should be looked into, or what if they don't have time to say, can we have permission to go do this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I can agree in that. And I especially agree with what you had said about how like, it's more of a psychological, um, I guess, protection, or, or I forget the word you used, but I agree where it's sort of like a, it's a sense of security that obviously isn't really true because like even I had mentioned, like there's nothing anybody could do if like Thor, I mean, from my limited knowledge of the MCU at the time of like, let's say civil war, I don't think the, any people, maybe you could say Iron Man could have developed something with a vision or whatever. I don't know. But basically that, like, I don't think there were, there was anybody at the time who like, was capable of, I don't know, like uh, Thor or these very powerful, you know, superheroes that we know, like if they just decided that uh, they weren't liking what was going on and they decided to turn on humanity, there's very little that could be done to stop them. And I think that's very true. And that goes both ways of like, well, let's say, sure, they agreed to this whole like, uh, well, we control you. But like you had mentioned, like in reality, there's nothing holding them back from going out on their own choices and their own, you know, what they want to do. And yeah, I just, that's, that's very true. That's very fair. No, yeah. I think that's valid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Another point I wanted to bring up was when uh, the New York city, the first, like the real first Avengers movie um, where there was the attack on New York city and that whole event. So I personally find that this was a very specific case in which the the free will of the superheroes was especially important because, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen the whole Avengers movie. I've definitely seen most of it. But basically, I, I know the gist of it. Loki gets this specific stone. I think it's the Mind Stone. And then 
he's you can correct me if I'm wrong, by the way. And he releases like an army of aliens that was given to him by Thanos. And he releases that army on New York City. I'm not exactly why. I I don't know why. Like maybe you know, uh, and you could like continue. Yeah, basically Loki uses the Chitari, which are like the aliens, because he wants to take over New York City and you know, ultimately he wants to take over the world. Um, obviously he does not end up doing that, but that's kind of like his main goal is to like rule over the people. Okay. So, okay, anyways, to what I was going to get to. So, I think it's definitely crucial, um, or it was definitely crucial at that point, that the Avengers were able to act as quick as they could. But I think what was specific about, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that right after Winter Soldier uh, Shield was disbanded? Am I correct? I think, actually... I think Winter Soldier comes after. I think Hydra, I mean, not Hydra. I think the go- the S.H.I.E.L.D. was still together at that point. I think S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated at Hydra at that point, but nobody knew it, and they hadn't been disbanded yet. Okay, so I just quickly Googled it, and it said, uh, I Googled when was S.H.I.E.L.D. disbanded. And according to the marvelreport.com, um, back in 2014, the MCU was was changed forever when Captain America, the Winter Soldier, disbanded the Hydra-infused shield. But since there was, you know, a show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the organizations didn't exactly just disappear. So I think my main argument here is just that while the uh, while this technically goes against my argument of saying that the superheroes shouldn't have so much free will and in the sense that they... Um, basically in this movie that they were able to enact so quickly. Um, but I think a key element here is that at this time, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. was still a thing, if I remember correctly, because they had the like helicopter, like giant plane thing. I don't know. My limited knowledge is telling me that S.H.I.E.L.D. was still a thing. And that kind of goes into what I was saying before about how there's this organization who can be held responsible And I think that's definitely important because I think there's, I mean, me personally, I find that there's a huge difference between saying the Hulk destroyed a giant building while trying to defeat an enemy versus like S.H.I.E.L.D. needed the Hulk to destroy a giant building to defeat the enemy and doing so secured the United States or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Me personally, I find that there's definitely a wider sense of security or at least accountability. That's the word I'm looking for, accountability, when there's a very large group of people who can be held accountable versus just one individual who you can basically not hold accountable. Like you can't hold Thor, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Iron Man. You can't hold them accountable to things because if they don't want to be held accountable, they just won't be. But this organization that you know has its links to the government, to whatever, right? They can be generally held more reliable. And I think that's part of the sense of security that we were talking about before. I don't know if you have any perspective on that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because you kind of said at the beginning, you're like, oh, well, it's like a specific case. And I really think that's kind of what the superheroes are meant to deal with. Otherwise, like you said, they'd send it to the military. But at the end of the day, it's the superheroes who have these superpowers or, you know, even some of them don't, but they have this like high training and even though S.H.I.E.L.D. is, like, an organization kind of meant to deal with this, 
and at the end of the day, I don't think S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fancy guns are going to stop an army of aliens and a god from another universe. I kind of think, I, I do see what you're saying, where it's like, it's harder for them to be held accountable, but I kind of think it's a trade-off you have to make, because it's like, if they weren't there, and it was just up to S.H.I.E.L.D., then you know, it's kind of a trade-off. It's like, yes, some buildings are destroyed, but at the end of the day, New York City and the world is not being taken over by Loki and the Chitari. You know, it's like, it is, I, I do think they should be held accountable. Um, I do see what you're saying, that how it could be a lot harder. Um, but I think it is, like I was saying before, I think it's a trade-off because at the end of the day, it's the superpower, it's, you know, Thor and, and you know, Captain America and the rest of them who have the capabilities to stop something like this. And um, yeah, and you know, I think I already addressed this, but you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's a specific case, but I think that's kind of what they're meant to deal with are the special cases that only they're going to be able to handle and take care of. Honestly, I think I, I think you just like shattered my whole argument with that because that's definitely so true about how they're, like, I brought up this point about, oh, it, this was a special case. But, like, yeah, that's all superheroes are for. They're for those special cases. So I I definitely think you just, I mean, I don't know if this is an argument to win or not. But I think you you pretty much won this by that. Like, I don't, I don't have an argument after that because that's so true. Like, that's the whole point of superheroes. They're there for those special cases. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, we're going to step away from this sort of fake politics area, and we're going to go into, like, something much more comical and a lot more fun. So I think each of us, I think a good way to do this, Ellen, and you can say something differently, but um, what we can do is that each of us will pick a member of um, team. I'll do key, uh, team Iron Man first, and you can do team Captain America first. We'll pick a member pin them against each other and and but they have to be reasonable obviously like we can't you know you can't pick like hawkeye versus i don't know somebody crazy like vision or something like that but i i mean that's just me but like and then afterwards maybe if you're down for this we could switch so i know that you prefer captain america and i prefer iron man but then maybe we could switch sides and then argue like that view i don't know what you think of that yeah okay Okay, so I'm gonna. I actually don't know everybody who's technically on Team Captain America, so I'm just gonna Google. Sorry, uh, Team Iron Man. So I'm just yeah. gonna uh, Google that real quick. All right, so the members of Team Iron Man, if I am correct, was Spider Man, um, War Machine, Black Widow, obviously Iron Man, Black Panther, Vision. Yeah, like that's it. And then uh, Captain America was obviously Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ant Man, Wanda. Is that Fal- yeah, that's Falcon and Hawkeye. All right. So uh, you pick your character from Captain America, and then I'll pick mine. Um, I'm gonna go with Wanda because she is 100% my favorite Avenger. So. Okay, I need to pick somebody within a reasonable caliber to. Uh, Wanda and do we agree okay oh wow this is gonna be hard I'm gonna say 
who could be, but let's, are we agreeing that this is just these people's capabilities as of Civil War? Agreed? Yeah. 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 So like, so like Scarlet Witch hasn't, uh, or like Wanda hasn't tapped into her. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Fair. But we're going off the powers that she has in Civil War. Okay. So in terms of what she's capable in, I think an even match, a pretty even match, Mm, this is hard, man. I want to say, I'll go with Iron Man. I'm, I'm down for a challenge. This is definitely a challenge. Because, I mean, honestly, me personally, I think Wanda could solo, like, any of these people. But let's go with that. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to state my first claim here, which is Iron Man, his energy core. I don't even know if this is true. But I'm just going off of my personal theory. His core thing, his power source, I don't even know what to call it, but his core can emit more energy than one of Wanda's plasma beams. Therefore, if it comes down to a stalemate or whatever it's called, where they're both like shooting their most powerful attack at each other, Iron Man can overpower her and can kill her because she technically, I think, only has the resistance capabilities of an actual human being not some special superhero like Captain America. So I think if she's hit with a, because I mean, can we agree this is like bloodlust, like to the death? Sure. Okay, to the death. So I think if Iron Man is really trying to kill Wanda, that he will be able to like hit her with a super powerful rocket or like laser beam or something that will absolutely kill her. Because she's just like a normal person with powers. So your rebuttal. See, (laughs) I think when you're like, oh, it, he has more energy, but it's how it's being used. Like Wanda can not only lift massive objects with her mind, but also manipulate other people's minds and go into their minds. Like when she goes and she like sees, um, I think it's in um, Age of Ultron when she goes into their minds. So I think that, I don't think Iron Man would even have be able to shoot a rocket at her have enough time to do that i think she would overpower him that quickly but also if he did she can manipulate objects in the air she could totally just stop that rocket and turn it around on him so i think it's a lot like i do you know respect him that it's all man-made and then he did that himself but when i think it comes naturally i think wanda just like her capabilities it's not just the amount of energy but how she's able to manipulate it and how she could easily like if she were able to get close enough, she could manipulate his mind and, like, make him stuck in his own mind. Or even if she doesn't have to get close enough, she can lift a really heavy object, and he might be able to stop it. But, like, I don't know, man. She's really powerful. Like, I think I think she could easily overpower him pretty quickly. I, okay. I, well, I can't, I do agree that Wanda is definitely very powerful. I, however, I will argue that we technically do not have proof that her mind control thing works on oh well no never mind we do no hold on i take that back we don't have proof that it works on iron man the mind control thing while he's in the suit we know that while he's out of the suit it does work but i have a theory that friday or i'm pretty sure friday is the one within the suit would be able to snap him out of it. I don't know. Don't ask me how. Oh, I think it's Jarvis. 
Okay, Jarvis. Or Iron or Friday, but you get my point. Whatever AI or whatever he uses would be able to snap him out of it because we have no evidence that the mind control thing works while he's in the well, well, that works while he's in the suit. But we also have no evidence it would prevent it. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's a lot of cool technology, but it's still just a hunk of metal. Like she has actual magic. Like I don't think then like I guess it might not be thin metal, but I still don't think that that would be able to um if that would have any influence i mean i think it's an interesting theory but i still think it's man-made technology that she could easily get through it's not like dr strange who's not even in the mcu at this point but i don't think like he could have like put a spell on it like i don't think it really would work that way i think she's also insanely powerful where even if somehow the suit did do that that it would be able to like wake him up but also I think the whole thing is like even if the suit could like snap him out of a trance that Wanda puts him in it would be too late like that would give her enough time and it would give her an opening to just like cleanly defeat him no here's my only thing I just don't I mean for example with the uh with Wanda like taking over people's minds in terms of at, at the point of the civil war we've only seen that happen at close distance where like like she had to walk up to Thor, she had to be like right next to Black Widow and all these things. Like, and I mean, sure you could say that in Age of Ultron where she like expelled the thing to control all of the people. I think that was, I personally would say that's a lot different. I mean, you didn't even bring it up, but I'm just gonna like rebut my, uh, like rebut a rebuttal and just say that like, I think that power applies somewhat differently because she I don't actually have a way to say that it applies differently this is so hard because I think that Wanda could beat up Iron Man like while I definitely do more believe on team Iron Man I don't think team Iron Man as a whole could beat up team Captain America like my little hoping you would go with Vision because like I don't think but but I mean but here's the thing but we know I mean because this is going deathmatch and I don't think like like I guess we already know that, like, that exactly. Because awesome we already know she can defeat him because she did. In Civil yeah, exactly. That's the thing. In Civil War, she did defeat Vision. Like, he wasn't yeah. a challenge for her. Like, I think, I don't think any, I think, here's my only theory. And because they're not even in this movie. And I think that's actually a fair point to, like, even out the balance. Um, but I think the only people in this in this universe as of this point who could like beat her were Thor and the Hulk. Like, I don't think anybody else could have realistically have beaten Wanda at this point. I because Thor I agree with Thor. I agree with, but I don't, I don't know about the Hulk. Cause the Hulk, his only thing is that he's very, very strong, but I think but that's goes above that. But I, I don't know. I think that the Hulk, like, I mean, this kind of switched points, but I think the I'll, I'll admit defeat. By the way, I admit defeat. Wanda definitely beats up Iron Man. I can't find a as of this point. I can't think of a way that Iron Man beats Wanda. But like for um the Hulk, I think if it came down to it, I think the Hulk has more mobility and is a lot more aggressive than Wanda as of this point. Because I know, like I had said before when she's bloodlusted further on, I mean, and we're talking Endgame against Thanos, that's a very different case. But, like, I think as of this point, I don't think she has the mobility 
to stay away from Hulk if he if she's his only target. I do think that if they fought in a city that's populated, like she would have no difficult like no I don't I think she would no diff the Hulk if there were other things around because he would get distracted and he would start attacking other things and she could no diff him. I absolutely believe that. However, mm-hmm. I think if if she's the only target, I definitely think that the Hulk could beat her. I think if the Hulk got in a good punch, sure. But I think mm-hmm. the question is, would he even be able to get in a punch? That's like, that's definitely fair. That's fair. Float. Like, she can float. But here's the thing. The Hulk can super jump. That's true. That's because true. that's what I'm saying, though, because when you think about it, like, yeah, Wanda's insanely powerful, but she's a glass cannon. Because it, like, one hit from the Hulk, a, like, a flick from the Hulk would kill her. Or, like, knock her out of commission. While the Hulk is known for being able to take hits and to dish out hits. Like, he's a cannon, she's a glass cannon. And I think that's the difference. And I think it turns out, sorry, it comes to terms of whose power output is larger. And I think as of this point, the Hulk beats her in terms of power output. I also think the Hulk is probably more susceptible to, like, her mind manipulation, though. Like, I That's feel like definitely it could fair. Easily be like manipulated that way. That's definitely fair, but I also think that the Hulk. I mean, we've seen the Hulk after uh, manipulation, right? Like in Age of Ultron, where he goes like ballistic, and like, I don't know. I just think that. I mean, if you want to consider it in, in two different ways, right? Like, you could say that. She mind controls the Hulk or she mind controls Bruce Banner. And I think those are two different outcomes because when we, we see what happens when, sorry, I'm just going to go off quickly. So we see what happens when she uh, mind controls Bruce Banner because the Hulk, the Hulk ends up going into a rampage. However, we don't know what would happen if the Hulk, like she mind controlled the Hulk. So she could incapacitate the Hulk. She could make him more angry. Like, we don't necessarily have evidence to what she could do to the Hulk. We know but what causes um, the mind control of Bruce Banner. That's my main point here. That's a really interesting point. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, I personally think that if the Hulk was going bloodlusted and um, and she was the only target, I, I think that there's a very high chance of... Uh, the Hulk taking out um, Wanda. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Um, Do you okay. Wanna, like switch sides now and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'll argue. I'm gonna pick somebody from Team Captain. Um, I'll pick. trying to think of somebody who's like quite even skilled i'll pick uh bucky barnes winter soldier i'll pick him okay i will go then with um black widow okay yeah okay i think this is less of a case of a one shot one kill but i think it's um maybe like three shots one kill because i definitely think that I mean, haven't we seen them fight before? Yeah, we have. Very briefly, very briefly. Very briefly. And I think Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, also in uh, an actual civil war. They fought at the beginning. Um, oh, yeah. 
So my main thing is that like, okay, I'm going to go into some very, like you're trying to quantify power here. So later on in, in Civil War, uh, Spider-Man goes against um, Winter Soldier and Winter Soldier's punch gets caught by Spider-Man. And now I want to say that I don't think it was even down. I definitely think Spider-Man is stronger than uh, Winter Soldier. But what I'm trying to say here is that Spider-Man's strain on power is very, like, reached. Like, I mean, in in the first Spider-Man movie, he's, like, holding a boat together, and that's causing a lot of... Sorry. Um, That's causing a lot of, like, strain on him. But um, what I'm basically trying to say here is that I think the uh, power to which the Winter Soldier can exert is somewhat of a challenge for Iron Man, sorry, for Spider-Man, and I don't think uh, Black Widow can handle that. That's valid. I also think, though, it's not just about, like, how much power he can pack in a punch, but, like, Black Widow is so much more, like, agile and could, like, quickly, like, not just dodge, but, like, quickly get in punches because she, I personally believe that she would be a lot more, like, quick on her feet so, I mean, I think it is interesting because they're so similar. I mean, they're literally both, like, trained Russian assassins. Um, but I think because of her dexterity, I think the power pack and a punch could be a factor, but I don't think it could be as big of a factor. I think it's more about, like, skill and also, like, who can get the gun to their head faster. But also, like, so I think it comes more down to, like, skill than strength. And I think... Natasha Romanoff for Black Widow has that greater level of like skill and dexterity. I okay, I can agree with the statement that it's not so much as power as it is also uh like skill. However, I don't think it's I mean me personally, I don't think it's so clean cut as like Wanda is more skill sorry, not Wanda. Oh my god, these I can't keep up with these people's names. That Natasha's uh like more skilled than um Bucky because I think that they're even if not uh Bucky is more skilled because I mean if you just want to if you want to like say skill is quant- is uh, quantifiable by uh, time as well like Bucky has been around a lot lot longer than Black Widow and I think that he has more experience fighting and I definitely think that uh I mean, he's not programmed. What's the word you would use? Would you say that Bucky's programmed? I don't think he's necessarily programmed. I mean, he is brainwashed. So, like, I think that would kind of be a valid word to use because... Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he's programmed enough to where he sort of, like, ignores, uh, like, physical condition, if that makes sense, to where basically, like, if he... He doesn't see a threat as a true threat. He's like, I just need to fight you. And I think that him not holding back, I mean, this is already blood rusted. So basically my main point is that like, I just think that his brainwash is already like telling him to go all out. So like his, his skills are already at the max by themselves and um, him also going blood rusted would just be like a whole other level. I don't know. I just feel like, he could definitely beat uh, uh, Black Widow in terms of skill, but also in power. Yeah, 
I, I don't know. I think it also is interesting bringing up like training and stuff because there's the kind of difference where Bucky was more like, he was kind of like programmed to be this way. Whereas Natasha trained since she was a small child to be that way where they're both kind of like, they don't remember a time when they weren't supposed to be like trained assassins. Um, So I think it's a little bit difficult to compare like he's more trained than she is or she's more trained than he is because they both don't really remember a time before they were supposed to be this way. But I also think it's like Natasha's not only received training how to be like a ruthless Russian killer, she's also been trained how to be like a shield agent. So I think she kind of has like a unique skill set that pulls from both arenas. Whereas Bucky just kind of has like this programming that he's been brainwashed to like know and do. Um, but I do think it's interesting, like what you brought up about how he is kind of like brainwashed. And once he kind of like gets into this mode, he's not really thinking about like, I have a scratch. He's like, you know, I mean, I don't think she's either, but I do see because he's like brainwashed, he's a bit more immune to like harm. Which, like, obviously that doesn't go all the way if he gets, like, a leg cut off or something. But I mm-hmm. do see the extent, because he's brainwashed to, like, do everything possible, that could give him an advantage. But because I think Natasha has this, like, such a unique skill set that not only is she trained one way, but two way, two different ways, I kind of think that also gives her a leg up. Yeah, I I don't do you Do you want to agree to a, a draw? Like, where I think they're pretty... Yeah. I think yeah. they're so similar where it's difficult mm-hmm. to be like. I definitely think so. They're more skilled or they're more powerful. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think they're they're pretty skilled. I'm yeah. Sorry, uh, pretty even. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can agree. We can agree on that. We'll agree on that. We'll agree on that. All right, so I think that'll close us up for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we hope to see you next week for another episode. We'll probably be taking a break for the holidays. Oh, that's so true. What am I saying? So, but <laughs> no, we'll definitely be uh, releasing um, another episode as soon as we can. So stay tuned and uh, keep a lookout. Yes, that will actually, uh, well, I mean, if you want to check the Instagram page, um, that'll definitely, that information will be there. Yeah. Um, and our Instagram is le underscore kitchen sink so check it out all right thank you guys so much bye bye